hey, it's Cynthia. Hence, it's saying chit-chat with Cynthia. (laughs) Anyways, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw this thing that said, and if you really want your mind blown, ask a woman how old they were the very first time they felt objectified or sexualized by a man. Like he had said or didn't some done something inappropriately. And it said dot 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 most of us were children the very first time and I was like, damn reading that like yeah. I was like in sixth grade. And it was by a family member. And that's what we're gonna talk about. Not like yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna talk about actually. I mean, I guess some people aren't comfortable with talking about this, or the, hence why I'm doing it on a podcast and not YouTube, because, you know, YouTube is just, I don't know, there's something about someone feeling safe, like I feel safe on a podcast because you can't see my face, you can't see my reaction, you can't see the hurt and the pain, you know? Okay, anyways, going back to the story, so I was like <laughs> in sixth grade. And it started off with my family member, just, we drove everywhere together, because, you know, this was someone that I trusted, that I look up to. Uh, he would just put his hands on my knees while he was driving, and that was, like, the start of it. And I didn't think anything of it at that time, actually, I just didn't even, it didn't cross my mind. It started to cross my mind each time when he would, like, put his hands going higher each t- car ride. And then one time, uh, one time he put his hands really close to you know where and i was like what do i even do i just sat there in the car and i looked away and i was like frick 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 like what do i do i don't know what to do and i remember we went to my cousin's house and i was like hey you know something weird happened to me and like i told my cousin she's a girl and she's like that's so weird that's happened to me too and i was like okay i'm not the only one this is not good and so my instinct was to tell another i'm not gonna say names or like who they are as like in my relatives i told another family member an adult and this adult was not happy and things escalated from there I remember my aunts getting really mad at me, yelling at me, saying, like, you're ruining the family. Like, why do you always have to open your mouth? And I was like, what? Like, how was this wrong? How is this my fault? Like, what's going on here? And then the adult that I told was like, no, don't worry. You did, like, the right thing. You just better not be lying. And I was like, why the heck would I lie about this? Like, this is... Why would I lie? I'm telling you, I felt very uncomfortable. And then I told him it had happened more than once. And then the person was like, you're a liar. Like, you're not telling the truth. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You have a big mouth. Like, I'm known to, like, have a big mouth. I mean, everyone thinks this in my family. The people that don't like me especially think that I have a big mouth. But, you know, that's what they like to say when people call them out on their stuff you know so that was like the first time um and my family members like don't talk to them this person but they kind of do because you know this person's older now (laughs) so they're like "Eh, we should let it go (laughs) and i'm like 
I can't do that. I cannot just let this go. I am 24 years old and I will not let this go. I don't think any... Basically, I just wasn't able to let that go. Um, family members were able to like brush it off, but I just didn't feel like it was right. And now that I'm 24 with a kid, and let's say I do have a daughter, but even with my son, I just don't think I can trust this family member or anybody with my kid at this point. And that says a lot, and it's really sad that I can't trust people with my kid. But nowadays, like, you never really know. Like, I was telling my husband that I don't feel comfortable after Julian's one to be posting pictures of him or posting videos of him anywhere, basically. And that's sad because I want family members from other places or from Mexico, California to see him. But this point with the child pedophilia and this stuff like what happened to me could happen to him like if I can prevent that from just not posting something then I'm gonna do it I guess I'm not going to post that's what I meant okay going back to this um so sadly it did happen again um Kind of. It almost happened again. I was with my friend. I want to call her. uh, Let's see. I don't have a friend named Lola. Okay, Lola. Let's say Lola. I used to go with my friend Lola to Canada all the freaking time. All the time. And we went one time. We just went, it was like 5-10 minutes across the border. Just to, where was it? Like, I don't know if it was a bar. It was a bar. And I, and we traded off being DD because I, for, for one, will never drink and drive ever in my life. I will not do that. And she saw a friend. His name is, let's say Bert. Because I don't know a Bert. Okay. Saw a friend named Bert, and Bert and Bert and Chad. Let's just say Bert and Chad. I don't know random names. Okay, and I don't know what sparked Lola, but she all of a sudden wanted to chug a whole bottle of vodka in their car while I waited outside. Because I don't know, I don't know if she was trying to be cool, I don't, I don't really know her mentality at this point. And I, I already had two drinks, but like I said, I don't drink and drive, like, at all. And we're in another freaking country, so, you know, you have to cross the border to get home, and I'm not gonna get into trouble. And so she's drunk, and I'm like, frick, well, like, what do we do? And I was like, talking to Bert and Chad, and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, we're gonna have to sleep in the car here, like, we can't move it, because, hello, like, we both have alcohol in our system, and then so did they, and so, 
Bert, I believe it was Bert, Bert was like, oh, look, like, my cousin's here, it was a girl, because, like, she lives, like, right here, we can just walk there, and we'll get there, right, well, we went to Bert's cousin's house, and let me tell you something, that girl was nowhere to be found, two random guys were there, and I didn't know until we walked, like, in the house, I guess it wasn't even a house, it was, like, a condo, I think, I'm pretty sure it was a condo, and I walk in, and my friend is, like, blacked out drunk. Like, we had to carry her in there. And she... So, like I said, she was blacked out drunk. And we barely had gotten her up there. We put her inside of her room. I leave the door open, because I was like, where the heck did that girl go? Where did your cousin go, Bert? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 she'll be back. <clears throat> so I'm keeping an eye on my friend because it's just me, Bert, Chad, her, and two random guys. This one big, like I'm saying, like this big bulky guy and this tall skinny guy. Okay, I'm not even going to name them because they're not even worth naming in this story. So, I'm keeping an eye on her, and the tall skinny guy goes in there, and I'm like, oh, heck no, because, and I said, Bert, you come with me, and we go into the room, <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, what are you doing, and he's like, oh, I'm just checking up on her, and I was like, no, 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 she's my friend, like, I got her, I got her, you can, thank you, though, can you bring me, like, a glass of water, or a bottled water, if you have one, it would be even better, <clears throat> and he brought her a bottled water. And he was like, oh, here you go. And I made sure, like, I opened it. It was tight. I smelled it. I was like, okay. He didn't touch it. And so I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, wow, she's, like, a really pretty person. And I was like, yeah, she is. And then he left the room. And I was like, okay, Bert, you're going to help me get Lola onto the couch because I don't trust, you know, anybody. I don't know where I am. I thought this was your cousin's, your girl cousin's place. And I'm looking around. I'm like, this place doesn't even look touched. Like, it looks like nobody lives here. Like, it was really nice, but it was too put together, if that makes sense. Like, nobody has, like, opened the fridge before. I don't know. Kind of like an Airbnb kind of feel. And so... Lola's on the couch asleep. I'm next to Lola. And then I turn, and the big bulky guy asks Burr. They're like, hey, want to do some drugs, some hardcore drugs? And Burr was like, no, I'm good. And he asked me, and I was like, no, I'm definitely not going to do that, so please don't ask me again. I'm very straightforward. No. He said, come on, Burr, you do it. And then I was like, Bert, don't do it. Don't do it because, you know, this is dangerous. And then he's like, come on, Bert. Come on, Bert. Do it. What? Are you scared? And I was like, Bert, you don't have to prove anything to him. Like, you don't even know this guy. And then Bert goes and he does. And I'm like, frick. And then Bert goes to me. He sits next to me. He's like, I'm freaking out. I've never done this. I'm like, well, then why did you do it, idiot? Like, why? Because big bulk guy over here has told you to do it? Like, no, we could have left right now, but I just can't carry Lola by myself. So, Chad's just chilling there. He's just sitting down. He's not doing anything. Time goes by. 
they gave us blankets. And I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, sleeping on the floor. It is literally Lola. Oh, no, no. It's Bert, Lola, me next to them. And then Chad is on the couch. Big bulky guy was like, hey, you have a boyfriend? And he just kept being weird about it. He just kept saying like, hey, you have a boyfriend? Oh, how long have you been dating? Oh, was he real? And I just kept saying like, yeah, like, I mean, I wouldn't lie about this. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is him. And then they go away. Tall, skinny guy, bulky guy go back into the room and they're just chilling. And then me and my friend, I mean, my friend's still like, she's conscious now. Like, I mean, she never really blacked out. She just got tired and slept the whole time. And so, she's, like, talking to us. She's having full-on conversations with us. She's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe I drink that much. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. I just don't even want to talk about it right now. And then, Chad was just chilling on the couch. Not really saying much. Just saying, like, hey, like, what's your name? Like, we were just having a conversation. I'm just sitting down right there. Lola's laying down, Bert's laying down, and then, um, Lola and Bert start doing, you know, the nasty, and I just kind of turn the other way and, like, just texting my boyfriend, even though it's, like, three in the morning, I'm like, well, what are you doing, <laughs> how are you doing, and then, <clears throat> big bulky guy comes out of the room, and he's my He's mad. He's like, basically, he's like, you're lying. And I was like, um, excuse me? He's like, you're lying. You don't have a boyfriend. And I was like, I do have a boyfriend. And he's like, no, you're lying and you're coming with me. And he just picks me up. And I see the skinny guy, like, half naked into the room. And I'm like, oh my gosh and I'm like crying and I'm like hitting this guy as hard as I can to get him me to get him to put me down and I'm like I have a boyfriend like put me down put me down I don't want to be here and my friend is obviously doing the nasty she turns she looks at me and she starts laughing and I'm like freaking it I'm gonna get raped and my friend's over here laughing and having sex with Bert and Bert's looking over here laughing and I'm freaking out and I'm like please just put me down, like, I swear I have a boyfriend, I wouldn't lie about this, like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, I just kept begging him to put me down, and, like, punching him, and, like, doing whatever I could to get down, but this guy was big and bulky, like, there's no way, and then I see the a guy inside the room start taking off his clothes, and I'm like, oh, frick, like, this is the part where I get raped, and no one helps me, and then Chad was asleep, and Chad, like, woke up, and he's like, dude, like, she has a boyfriend, like, leave her alone, and he, like, yanks me out, um, of his arms, I don't know how he did it, because, like, Chad is not that big, but he did it, and I had met Chad, like, that was the first time I had ever met Chad, and I, like, cried, and I just said, thank you so much, I was like, thank you, and then the big bulky guy did not like that, and he just started screaming, he's like, get the F out of here, like, what are you even doing here, and I was like, wow, this guy's crazy, his eyes were, like, big, like, they could come out of his eye socket, 
and I booked it. I booked it. I left everybody in there. I got out of there. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't even know where the elevator was. I took the stairs. I was like, I'm going. I'm leaving. I don't know. I didn't look back, basically. <clears throat> and then Chad went after me. And Chad was like, keep running. Just keep running. Just keep running. That's all he kept saying. He just said, keep running. Keep running. And I was like, okay. And, like, I got down. We got to, like, this gas station. Me and Chad didn't. I just got down on my knees and I just cried. I just cried and cried and cried and cried. And I was like, I want my mom. I want my mom. And then Chad was like, I know this. I didn't know this was going to happen. And I was like, who are these people? We just didn't know, you know, and then Lola and Bert came down and uh, like we just went to the bathroom and we had more sex and he just yelled at us and I was like, awesome, awesome, I'm so happy for you guys. And then we got in the car and we left and we didn't talk about it and Lola never talked about it and I just was so in shock that that happened that I didn't want to talk about it and then I did, just like went by and I told one of my friends we were eating brunch somewhere by the ocean and she was like hey you're still friends with Lola and I was like you know what <sighs> kind of I guess and she was like Oh, she was, you know, didn't sit right with me, you know. <clears throat> and I told her what had happened. And she was like, excuse me, what? How are you still friends with her? How do you even talk to her? And I was like, to be honest, I don't go out with Lola anymore. Like, alone ever. I was like, if we go out, we go out in daytime and then make sure, like, somebody's with us. Because I, I can't. I've lost trust. I'm, like, more paranoid now. Like, it just changed me completely. And she was like, how are you friends with her? And I was like, you know what? This Lola girl was going to be in a big, important event of mine. And I was going to let that happen. I was going to let her be in my event, knowing what she had done to me. So then I cut her off. That day that <clears throat> I cut her off. And you know... She messaged me here and there. She's like, because I ended up, you know, being pregnant. She messaged me saying, like, oh, congrats. And still, I would look at it and, like, wow. You can still talk to me without really even thinking about that day. Like, you can live on, live in your life and not think about it. You can think of me and not think about it. Like, how... How does this work in her head? You know? And it, like, I blame myself, kind of. But then at the same time, it wasn't my fault. And I have to remind myself that. And, like, I think sometimes, would I go back and change anything? And that one's hard. Because, you know... They say when you go, if you were to go back and change something, then your whole life now changes. And I have a beautiful son, you know. 
And I get to teach him how to be a good man. How to respect women. So, I mean, I'm not grateful that it happened. But I get to use it kind of as a teaching moment. It's a sucky thing, but it does happen, you know? And, like, I never really told family about it. Mm, Didn't really think, you know, to tell my family about it. Because, first of all, I didn't want them to worry about me. Second of all, I don't like to be looked at differently. That's my thing. Like, when people, there's this look that people give you or they talk to you in a certain way because something tragic has happened to you. And that's, like, one thing that I really, really hate. Like, I can tell you something that has happened in my life and the next day I will be normal. Just because I want to feel normal, you know? Anyways. And then I posted, like, this poem on my Instagram, and it was like, you laid there getting laid while this was happening to me. And as I shared it, I was like, wow. I kind of hope she sees it. I kind of hope Lola just stumbles upon it and knows this is her. Because I didn't go to Canada with a lot of people, you know? I don't hope that her family sees it. I just hope that she sees it. And just changes her ways. I prayed for her. You know. It happened to me and I prayed for her. I mean, I guess sometimes that's all you can do. But anyways. So. Back to that thing that I saw on Facebook that was talking about like. At one point in time, a woman will go through a time where she's going to be objectified or sexualized. And that was my time. Those were my times. And sadly, I had to go through it, but I hope I never have to go through it again. And I feel like it kind of triggered a lot of my anxiety. Most of my anxiety, not my depression, but it really triggered my anxiety because I'm scared. (laughs) I'm really, really scared. I'm the type of person to look in their car before they get in their car. I'll always be looking around. Like, let's say you can walk in the mall. Well, I'm look- walking in the mall looking around, looking behind me every five seconds just to see who's behind me. That's not normal, is it? It's not normal at all. And, you know, so basically all this craziness all of this just want to say women watch out protect yourself take defense classes Really be careful. Men, protect your women. But then, women protect each other. Choose your friends wisely.
choose your friends wisely. And if they're family members, you know, it doesn't matter. (sighs) Protect yourself. (laughs) Because they get called the big mouth, be a big mouth. Call people out. Don't be afraid. I was afraid, but then I spoke out. And look at us now. (laughs) I'm talking to my microphone. Hey, but maybe this can help somebody. Or maybe you're just listening and I'm letting you in. I'm letting you into my life. (sighs) Yeah. Thanks for chit-chatting with Cynthia. Bye.